Good afternoon, everyone. It is May 16th, 2022. I am Matthew Burris, and welcome to Matt's World, where it is my world, and you all just live in it. And you're probably noticing the sound in the background. That's me doing my laundry. Had to do my laundry today, and also try to upload this podcast. So, killing two birds with one stone. Actually, I'm going to be now killing three birds with one stone right now because it's time for our kombucha of the day. Yep. And the kombucha of the day is golden pineapple from Synergy Raw Kombucha. Now, I have never had uh, pineapple kombucha. I've had pineapple juice before. I haven't had any pineapple juice since I was a kid, actually. So I figured, why not give this one a go? Okay, just opened it. Pour some in my tall Coors Light Pilsner glass. Go. I wait till it's done fizzing a little bit. my first time trying it so I'll let you know if it's yay or nay I give it a yay yep this is good sweet really tastes like pineapple and I think this is one my mom would actually like yeah I think my mom would actually like this she doesn't like too many um, kombuchas she's always going oh it tastes like vinegar nah all I taste is vinegar yeah please but oh that's good and here's a healthy fact it is 60 calories. Yep, it's 60 calories, so uh, that makes it incredibly healthy. And now that we've gotten that out of the way, we're going to talk about music here on Mental Health Monday. Yep, and how music can help affect your mental health. And I'll try to speak up as loud as I can over the machine back there. Hopefully it's not uh, too loud for you people. But anyways, I talked about music on Fun Day Friday. And one of the things that I mentioned is that I listen to jazz music when I go to sleep. Yeah, I listen to jazz music when I go to sleep while... Well, I trade off nights, you know, one night I'll listen to uh, jazz music and another night I'll listen to uh, some wrestling podcasts, you know, um, you know, I listen to the Soul Monster, Sounds Off, I listen to Wrestling Soup, Don Tony, 
I listened to uh, 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff, Something to Wrestle With with Bruce Pritchard, and My World with Jeff Jarrett. Yep, I listened to uh, those podcasts. And for music, you know, I listen to jazz, and I actually have my own playlist here on YouTube. It's called uh, Mental Health Music, Jazz for Sleep. And I got a good um, selection of uh, good jazz music on here. And this helps you rest, it helps you feel calm, you know, and it really does help you um, sleep as well. You know, that calmness when you want to go to sleep. And, well, here's the list that I have. First, I have a, um, a mixed here. I have a jazz noir, one-hour jazz noir saxophone. Yep. Gives it that old, uh, detective movie feel to it. And then I have, uh, a list of Kenny... G music. Yep, I listen to Kenny G. And if you go back and also listen to my episode on Funday Friday, I had a top 10 all-time favorite music artist, and Kenny G came in at number four. And for Kenny G, I have one of his uh, first songs. Yep called Hi, How You Doing. This was off uh, his second album that he made. This is when he still wasn't Kenny G, but he made a smooth R&B, smooth jazz type of song called Hi, how you doing? Hey, what's happening, baby? (laughs) Yep. And actually, in the music video, you see him actually breakdancing. Yeah, imagine that. A young Kenny G breakdancing and playing the saxophone. <laughs> Next is Japan from Kenny G. This song came out in 1985. And, you know, it's a good song. You know, it's uh, good for sleeping. Also good for setting the mood, too. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who want to get a little bounce, wow, wow, in. I also have uh, Don't Make Me Wait for Love. Um, I forget who he did the duet song with. Uh, of course, I have his most famous song, Songbird. Yep, the one that put him on the map, the one he sang on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. And then, of course, there's We've Saved the Best for Last with Smokey Robinson. And then there's Silhouette that came out in 1988. And I have some uh, other Kenny G songs such as uh, In the Rain, Forever in Love. Got those songs. And Jasmine Flower too. I also have another jazz mix. uh, Noir Rainy Day Jazz. You know, you hear some jazz music along the rain. You know, you hear a little bit of thunder and, you know, the showers. You know, that's... um, you know, that's good music to relax to, and plus you can also put it on when, um, you know, when it's raining, too, as well. And then I have some Makato Matsushita, uh, Matsushita, hope I pronounced that right. Um, yeah, because I do love, uh, 
Japanese uh, smooth jazz as well. And I got his um, his songs on here. One of his biggest songs, of course, is One Hot Love. And um, I heard that song on one of the reels for um, uh, that girl that's on um, Star Starstruck. Yeah, the girl who's on um, Starstruck, Rosa Matefo. Matefo, I think that's her name. And, uh, you know, I looked up the song and um, I heard it and I loved it. I also have some, uh, another smooth song, uh, Sweet Memories, um, looking up that, uh, song here, the name of the artist, yep, it's, uh, sung by Kato Asuka, and of course it was originally performed by Matsuda Siko. And it's a beautiful uh, jazz song, you know, her vocals in Japanese are just excellent. And highly recommend you, you listen to that. Now, I also got some songs from Tatsuro Yamashita. Uh, yeah, some more songs from him. My Yamane and Hiroshi Suzuki as well. Yeah, so I got... Um, yeah, so I got those songs. And I also have some songs from, of course, uh, Eddie. Uh, oh, I'm looking at the name right now. I'm always, I'm always forgetting the names of some of these artists. Um, Eric Leeds. Yep, Eric Leeds, who was a saxophone player in uh, the Prince's New Power Generation band. And I have some of his songs from his albums. I have Night Owl, Little Rock, The Dopamine Rush, Aquadilla, Soldiers, Things, 1993, Woman in Chains, Things Left Unsaid, and Two Sisters. I also have some Grover Washington uh, songs. Yeah, Grover Washington Jr. I have... Um, even the remake of his biggest hit, Mr. Magic. Yep, uh, the remake that Amy Winehouse did as well. And Amy Winehouse, she sung that song perfectly. I mean, go back to her first album, uh, Back to Black, and... No, um... oh, wait, was it back on the Back to Black album? or oh, I forget which album it was on, but... Uh... but... Also, look up the song on YouTube, and it is a tremendous song. And I also got some recorded um, jazz hours from KTWV 94.7, The Wave. Yep, the most famous smooth jazz station of the 80s and 90s. 94.7, The Wave. Yep, and I also have uh, some from 94.7, The Oasis, and I have, you know, a mix of um, Andrew Hall's L.A. Noir, Rainy Mood, and Ambient Dark Jazz Noir Mixture. So that's what I listen to for sleep. 
Now, I got some other mental health uh, music playlists, and I'm gonna get to that. First, I'm gonna take some more uh, swig of my kombucha, and I'll be right back. Alright, so now we're gonna get to my mental health music playlist here. And this is a playlist that I came up with uh, last year because last year when I was going through uh, my problems, my breakdowns, I went to um, I went to Arbor Hospital. Yeah, Arbor Hospital is a day treatment program in Quincy, here in Massachusetts, and. Every morning, I would uh, listen to music on my headphones, you know, to get me in a good mood and to help me and stuff. And uh, it really helped with my days and helped me get through the bad days. And, you know, there was a lot of um, songs that I that I put on there and some I've already listened to and I like. And, um, you know, it just helped me throughout the day. And also, uh, I start... And now I started listening to it again, and um, I listen to it every time I walk out the door. You know, I put it on my playlist, and, you know, I just block out the world, block out, you know, you know, noisy kids and traffic noises and all that. <clears throat> and I just let the music uh, take me away. And here are some of my favorite songs on here, because I have actually about like uh, 284 <laughs> songs on here. But uh, I'm only gonna give you uh, I'm only gonna give you a few that I like to listen to. Uh, "Body Like a Back Road" by Sam Hunt. I actually heard that on the radio um, one time on my way to. Um, on my way to my day treatment program, and it's a good country song, you know, it has a little bit of that, um, R&B, hip-hop feel to it as well, you know, and, uh, it's a really good song. You know, I, I really high re highly recommend you listen to it, even if you're not a fan of country, you know, and I'm not the biggest country fan, but that song I'll listen to. <clears throat> Let's see. Next is... Doing it all for my baby, for I mean by Huey Lewis and the News. Yeah, I like a little bit of Huey Lewis and the News. Uh, I like some of their music. Um, and uh, this is actually one of their songs that I that I like. It's a good song. And then I have Detroit Thing by Kid Rock on his album Early Morning Stone Pimp, which was the album he came out with before uh, Devil Without a Cause. And that song, you know, that is, I mean, that song is awesome. It's like a good combination of like, you know, soul, jazz, and rock. I mean, at one point, you know, you know, he's like, somebody, can I get a little soul clap? Can I get a soul clap, y'all? A soul clap, y'all. A soul clap, y'all. There's a party in the D. Where you at, y'all? You know. I mean, it's just uh, tremendous. It's a tremendous song. And uh, there's one part where he has his uh, hype man, Gino, 
on the on the mic and he and kid goes tell him about Gino and Gino goes I am the high sheriff of hell the devil's son-in-law the grandmaster of the funk ladies and germs the gangster of love <laughs> oh yeah I remember that yeah I actually used that a few times on my um on my audio uh, Facebook show that I used to have, uh, Purple Sunday. Yeah, I would say in the beginning, I say, I am the high sheriff of hell, the devil's son-in-law, the grandmaster of the funk, lace and germs, the gangster of love. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Good song, and if you're a huge fan of Kid Rock, you'll you will not be disappointed with this one. Uh, next is. Dr. Hook, Sharing the Night Together. Uh, the first time I heard this song was um, was on an episode of Family Guy. They did the, you know, montage of um, Peter, you know, sleeping with Quagmire and then spending their day together and stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, um, that's where I first discovered that song, and I just... Um, you know, I, you know, I just love that song. I mean, I've sung it plenty of times on karaoke too. Um, if you go to my page, uh, my YouTube page, um, uh, Matthew Varis on YouTube, and uh, you know, you look, you'll see me uh, singing that song like uh, serenading a few women to that song. <laughs> Sharing the night together. Oh. Yeah, and then I have a um, a Daft Punk Michael Jackson uh, mix album called Thriller Access Memories by Khalid. It's 33 minutes long. It's a mix of um, some of Daft Punk's uh, biggest hits. Yeah, his their hits on Access Memories with uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller, and it is awesome. Especially the uh, what they do with uh, P um, Human Nature. The Human Nature one is uh, my all-time favorite track to listen to, and go find it on YouTube, you'll love it. And then I have Drift Away by Dobie Gray. Give me the beat, boys, and Free my soul, I wanna get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Yeah. I mean, I love that song. I mean, the first time I actually heard it was, um, I heard the full length was um, Kid Rock's, uh, no, sorry, not Kid Rock, Uncle Cracker. Of course, he's associated with Kid Rock. Uh, Uncle Cracker's version, and then I heard the original, and... You know, it just sounds awesome. You know, it's one of those songs that whenever I hear, I hear it anywhere. If I hear it in the grocery store, if I hear it on the radio, I mean, for me, the world stops when I hear that song. You know, I just start singing it. I'll sing it out loud. I do not care. That is my jam. I love that song. And then I have some Kim Petras songs on here. Yep, I have Future Starts Now, Malibu, Hillside Boys, I Don't Want It At All, and of course, uh, Coconuts. Yep, I have uh, Coconuts on there. I, I was playing that 
when it first came out and I was playing that song like non-stop in fact I love that song so much I actually want to play it at karaoke and I know what the song the subject is about but still I would uh, absolutely positively play that song at karaoke yeah and I love Kim Petras too you know I mean being transgender and now one of the biggest uh, names in pop music and you know she is killing it yeah she is killing it and then uh, I also have some 80s music as well you know I have Ario Speedwagon I have Prince I have a lot of Prince on here I also have uh, Stevie B yep got Stevie B's uh, Spring Love the one he did with uh, Pitbull because I love you dreaming of love funky melody part of your body I got Ario Speedwagon on here and I also have um, Toshiki Karomatsu's Secret Lover which of course he took the beat from um, world's most uh, the song Hey DJ you know hey DJ just play that song keep me dancing all night yeah and he did a a remake of this song, uh, Secret Lover, and it's a pretty good song. It's in Japanese, you know, but you don't have to understand Japanese in order to, um, to like it. You know, you'll definitely dig this song. And I also have some Makato Matsushita uh, on here, One Hot Love, and I have some, uh, Japanese 80 city pop compilations on here. Yep. And what City Pop is, for those of you who are not familiar with it, and actually uh, I'll do an episode um, one day on it. Um, yeah, I'll do an episode on City Pop. It's a combination of funk, jazz, and um, and R&B, and it's smooth. It, but danceable at the same time. It's got that 80s um, feel to it. I mean, you can find some songs that translate well in English. Um, one of them is uh, Plastic Love. Yeah, and of course, um, that song, it sounds like a Michael Jackson record. You know, of course it's a woman singing it, but um, but the beat, it sounds like it could have been done by um, by Michael Jackson back in the day. Yeah, it sounds like it would have been done by him if uh, he ever wanted to do a um, ever wanted to do that type of song. And the artist who sung that song is um, well for the English version, it's uh, Caitlin um, Myers who did the English um, translation for that. Yeah, translation for that song. And looking up the, uh, you know, the original artist right now. Just, uh, just bear with me for a minute. I'm also going to take another swig of my golden pineapple here. Oh, that's good. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is uh, Maria Takeuchi. Yeah, Maria Takeuchi. Maria is an M-A-R-I-Y-A. And it's a really good song. You know, it's a really good song. And you'll love both the Japanese and the... Um, and the English version. I mean, they both sound pretty good. Though, if uh, you want to get better on your Japanese, you know, you want to get, you know, you want to brush up on it, I um, highly recommend that you listen to the Japanese version because. Um, oh, no sorry. Clicked on something by accident there. I highly recommend you listen to the Japanese version because it sounds awesome and let's see I also do have some country on here I have um, I have Florida Georgia Lions cruise featuring Nelly yep when that song came out I was listening to that song a whole bunch of times man this is that new country I love the new country I like a little bit of the old country though not too much but I love that new country, you know, they call it new country, you know, you know, emphasizing more hip-hop in R&B into it, you know, it's, you know, it shows that uh, country music is actually going forward, especially with uh, Little Nas X, you know, with his song, um, Hometown, you know, Old Town Road. Let's see, I have Drunk Drunk by Low Cash. Uh, that's a good song to listen to. Um, you know, I heard that... Yeah, I heard that... I can't remember where I heard it, but I remember hearing it. And, um, you know, every time I heard that song whenever I had a drink, you know, um, when I was drinking, you know, I would get me some Long Island iced tea and drink that. <laughs> you know, especially the part where it goes... One Long Island, two Long Islands, three Long Islands, four. <laughs> yeah, love that one. Uh, I also have Trace Atkins, Honky Tonk, Badunkadunk. Yeah, I first heard that years ago uh, when I was helping my my cousins and my aunt move, and we were in a U-Haul truck, and my cousin they put on some like country music to, you know. You know, because they were just being silly and stuff, and they put on that song. It was like, yeah, they put on, uh, <laughs> yeah, they were all like, Nigga, listen to some country. <laughs> and they put this on. They said they they played this in the in the clubs, you know, like a hip hop club, and everybody was getting down to it. And listening to this, I can see why. And I also have a. Uh, one of my favorites, uh, Tennessee Whiskey. Yep, Tennessee Whiskey. Um, I actually heard that at, um, yeah, I heard that at karaoke one time. I heard the DJ, um, singing that, singing that song, and then I looked it up, and then I was listening to it, and, um, and then I started singing it at uh, karaoke as well. And, of course, the best time to listen to it is when you're drunk off your ass. Not that I... Well, of course, I don't drink anymore. But, 
Actually, I do have um, the video of me um, singing at karaoke. I have it on my um, on my Instagram, and I'm actually going to my Instagram page, my personal Instagram page at Matthew Burris right now. Yep, and I'm gonna turn this up a little bit for. Actually, let me stop my. Uh, let me stop my laundry for a bit so that you guys can hear it better. <laughs> yep. And, of course, this was right after midnight. I was drunk off of uh, some mimosas, some... Um, yeah, because I got champagne. I got a... I got my own bottle of champagne and mixed it with orange juice and what have you. Yeah, this is on the, you know, my last night of drinking. So here we go. Oh, wait, I gotta take off the mute and then I gotta rewind it back. Hold on. Just a second here. And let me run back. Well, let me go to full screen here. Yeah, I always watch it in full screen. Hm. Alright, here it is. What? Oh, why won't it? Oh. Oh, there it is. That's a friend of mine uh, holding up the <laughs> the camera and singing along. That's my friend DJ Leanne, <laughs> right there.
I'm drunk and I don't give a fuck. night of drinking and well <laughs> you heard it yep i was drunk off the mimosa but i didn't give a fuck and now i'm gonna finish the rest of my laundry and i'll be right back with the excerpts of haga curry the book of the samurai To hate injustice and stand on righteousness is a difficult thing. Furthermore, to think that being righteous is the best one can do, and to do one's utmost to be righteous will, on the contrary, bring many mistakes. The way is in a higher place than righteousness. This is very difficult to discover but it is the highest wisdom. When seen from this standpoint, things like righteousness are rather shallow. If one does not understand this on his own, it cannot be known. There is a method of getting to this way, however, even if one cannot discover it by himself. This is found in consultation with others. Even the person who has not attained this way sees others from the side. It is like the saying from the game of Go. He who sees from the side has eight eyes. The saying, thought by thought, we see our own mistakes, also means 
that the highest way is in discussion with others. Listening to the old stories and reading books are for the purpose of slowing off one's discrimination and attaching oneself to that of the ancients. A certain swordsman in his declining years said the following, In one's life, there are levels in the pursuit of study. In the lowest level, a person studies, but nothing comes of it, and he feels that both he and others are unskillful. At this point, he is worthless. In the middle level, he is still useless, but is aware of his own insufficiencies. It can also see the insufficiency of others. In a higher level, he has pride concerning his own ability, rejoices in praise from others, and laments the lack of ability in his fellows. The man, I mean, this man, has worth. In the highest level, a man has the look of knowing nothing. There are the levels in general, but there is one transcending level, and this is the most excellent of all. This person is aware of the endlessness of entering deeply into a certain way and never thinks of himself as having finished. He truly knows his own insufficiencies and never in his whole life thinks that he has succeeded. He has no thoughts of pride, but with self-abasement knows the way to the end. It is said that Master Dayugi once remarked, I do not know the way to defeat others, but the way to defeat myself. Throughout your life, advance daily, becoming more skillful than yesterday, more skillful than today. This is never ending. Among the maxims on Lord Nashukji's wall, there was this one. Matters of great concern should be treated lightly. Master Iteri commented, Matters of small concern should be treated seriously. Among one's affairs, there should not be more than two or three matters of what one could call great concern. If these are deliberated upon during ordinary times, they can be understood. Thinking about things previously and then handling them lightly when the time comes is what this is all about. To face an event and solve it lightly is difficult if you are not resolved beforehand, and there will always be uncertainty in hitting your mark. However, if the foundation is laid previously, you can think of the saying, matters of great concern should be treated lightly as your own biases for action. A certain person spent several years of service in Osaka and then returned home. When he made his appearance at the local borough, everyone was put out and he was 
made a laughing stock because he spoke in the Kamigata dialect. Seen in this light, when one spends a long time in Edo or the Kamigata area, he had better use his native dialect even more than usual. When in a more sophisticated area, it is natural that one's disposition be affected by different styles. But it is vulgar and foolish to look down upon the ways of one's own district as being boorish, or to be even a bit open to the persuasion of the other place's ways, and then think about giving up one's own. That one's own district is unsophisticated and unpolished, is a great treasure. Imitating another style is simply a sham. A certain man said to the priest Shangaku, the Lotus Sutra sect's character is not good because it's so fearsome. Shangaku replied, it is by reason for its fearsome character that it is the Lotus Sutra sect. If its character were not so, it would be a different sect altogether. This is reasonable. At the time when there was a council concerning the promotion of a certain man, the council members were at the point of deciding that promotion was useless because of the fact that the man had previously been involved in a drunken brawl. But someone said, if we were to cast aside every man who had made a mistake once, useful men could probably not be come by. A man who makes a mistake once will be considerably more prudent and useful because of his repentance. I feel that he should be promoted. Someone else then asked, will you guarantee him? The man replied, of course I will. The others asked, by what will you guarantee him? And he replied, I can guarantee him by the fact that he is a man who has erred once. A man who has never once erred is dangerous. This said the man was promoted. At the time of a deliberation concerning criminals, Nakano Kazuma proposed making the punishment one degree lighter than what would be appropriate. This is a treasury of wisdom that only he was the processor of. At that time, though there were several men in attendance, if had it not been for Kazuma alone, no one would have opened his mouth. For this reason, he is called Master Commencement and Master 25 Days. A certain person was brought to shame because he did not take revenge. The way of revenge lies in simply forcing one's way into a place and being cut down. There is no shame in this. By thinking that you must complete the job, you will run out of time. By considering things like how many men the enemy has, time piles up. In the end, you will give up. No matter if the enemy has thousands of men, there is fulfillment in simply standing them off and being determined to cut them all down. Starting from one end, you will finish the greater part of it.
Concerning the night assault of Lord Asano's Ronin, the fact that they did not commit seppuku at the Sengajachu was an error. For there was a long delay between the time their lord was struck down and the time when they struck down the enemy. If Lord Kiara has had died of illness within that period, it would have been extremely regrettable. Because the men of the Kamigata era have a very clever sort of wisdom, they do well at praise worthy acts, but cannot do things indiscriminately, as was done in the Nagasaki fight. Although all things are not to be judged in this manner, I mention it in the investigation of the way of the samurai. When the time comes, there is no moment for reasoning, and if you have not done your inquiring beforehand, there is most often shame. Reading books and listening to people's talk are for the purpose of prior resolution. Above all, the way of the samurai should be in being aware that you do not know what is going to happen next, and in querying every item day and night. Victory and defeat are matters of the temporary force of circumstances. The way of avoiding shame is different. It is simply in death. Even if it seems certain that you will lose, retaliate. Neither wisdom nor technique has a place in this. A real man does not think of victory or defeat. He plunges recklessly towards an irrational death. By doing this, you will awaken from your dreams. There are two things that will blemish a retainer, and these are riches and honor. If one but remains in strained circumstances, he will not be marred. Once there was a certain man who was very clever, but it was his character to always see the negative points of his jobs. In such a way, one will be useless. If one does not get it into his head from the very beginning that the world is full of unsimilar situations, for the most part of his demeanor will be poor, and he will not be believed by others. And if one is not believed by others, no matter how good a person he may be, he will not have the essence of a good person. This can also be considered as a blemish. There was a man who said, Such and such a person has a violent disposition. But this is what I said right to his face. This was an unbecoming thing to say, and it was said simply because he wanted to be known as a rough fellow. It was rather low, and it can be seen that he was still rather immature. I mean, he was still rather immature, sorry. It is because a samurai has correct manners that he is admired. Speaking of other people, in this way is no different from an exchange between low-class spearmen. It is vulgar. It is good to settle into a set of opinions. It is a mistake to put forth effort and obtain some understanding and then stop at that. 
at first putting forth great effort to be sure that you have grasped the basics, then practicing so that they may come to fruition is something that will never stop for your whole lifetime. Do not rely on following the degree of understanding that you have discovered, but simply think, this is not enough. One should search throughout his whole life how best to follow the way, and he should study, setting his mind to work without putting things off. Within this is the way. These are from the recorded sayings of the late Yamamoto Jinemon. If you can understand one affair, you will understand eight. An affected laugh shows lack of self-respect in a man and lewdness in a woman. Whether speaking formally or informally, one should look his listener in the eye. A polite greeting is done at the beginning and finished. Speaking with one I mean with down east eyes is carelessness. It is carelessness to go about with one's hands inside the slits in the sides of his, of his hakama. After reading books and the like, it is best to burn them or throw them away. It is said that reading books is the work of the imperial court, but the work of the house of Nakano is found in military valor, grasping the staff of oak. A samurai with no group and no horse is not a samurai at all. A kosimono is a man re rely upon. It is said that one should rise at four in the morning, bathe and arrange his hair daily, eat when, he's, when the sun comes up, and retire when it becomes dark. A samurai will use a toothpick even though he is not eaten. Inside the skin of a dog, outside the hide of a tiger. How should a person respond when he is asked, as a human being, what is essential in terms of purpose and discipline? First, let us say, it is become of a mind that is right now pure and lacking complications. People in general all seem to be dejected. When one has a pure and uncomplicated mind, his expression will be lively. When one is attending to matters, there is one thing that comes forth from his heart. That is in terms of one lord's loyalty, in terms of one parent's fail piety, in marital affairs, bravery, and apart from that, something that can be used by all the world. That is very difficult to discover. Once discovered, it is again difficult to keep in constant effect. There is nothing outside throughout the immediate moment. And there you go, the excerpt from Hagakuri. And now we're going to get into some food for thought. All right, just uh, restarted my laundry. And now we're going to get into some food for thought. 
And because we're talking about music here today, here's a good quote from good old Louis Armstrong. He says once that anything you pat your foot to is good music. And I truly believe that. And you can actually find that quote in one of the episodes of Ken Burns' jazz documentary, which is, I believe, um, his best documentary ever. I mean, I like the baseball one. The baseball one is cool. But this one was definitely his best. And I really do believe in that quote, you know, because I believe... You know, whatever music, you know, you bop your head to, whatever music you sing along to, it is good music. Now, we also know the other saying, you know, music is a matter of taste. And for the most part, it is. It is a matter of taste. But there are some songs from other genres, you know, from genres that I don't particularly listen to or care for that I will actually listen to and that I actually like. You know, and some of these songs I use on my reels when I do my reels on uh, Instagram or when I need to add it to my um, to my mental health music playlist. And that is very true because, you know, you know, certain songs, you know, they'll make you want to get up and start dancing, you know, and there are certain songs that you listen to that really mails you out and, you know, you just, um, just relaxes you, makes you want to fall asleep and stuff. And, you know, and whatever it is you can pat your foot to, whatever it is that you like, whatever gets you dancing, whatever makes you relax, whatever that is, that is good music. And you don't worry about, you know, what other people think about it and stuff. And, I, of course, I have my own preferences. You know, as I mentioned before, you know, I'm not a big fan of techno or um, classical music or country. Though, um, I know the benefits of classical music. You know, I mean, um, you know, the OD to Joy um, classical song. I mean, that was used in Triple H's... Um, theme song when he was in the WWF, you know, during his days as Hunter Hearst Hemsley, and also uh, Daniel Bryan, um, you know, he's using, uh, you know, versions of that, um, you know, that one classical song, I I don't know the name of it, but it goes, and... And of course, he adds his own spin to it, but um, but yeah, he uses that, and you think, well, that's not a very intimidating song, but hey, you know, it's not, and actually, I admit, it's not very intimidating, but it works for Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it definitely works um, for Daniel Bryan, and... And for me, personally, you know, like I said, I know I've mentioned this before, I like music in general. I like all types of music. Well, not every type of music, but, uh, you know, even some 
genres that I don't like, you know, I'll like certain songs from certain genres, you know, and, um, you know, for example, I, um, when I was in middle school in sixth grade, my teacher would put on, um, would put on classical music, uh, during class, and it helped a little bit when I was, uh, in school, um, you know, doing my, my classwork. And they actually recommend that you listen to classical music when you are doing schoolwork, you know, and, um, you know, you're studying. And for me, I also use jazz music not only just for sleep, but I also use jazz music when I'm writing sometimes. And, of course, uh, I'm actually working on my Batman script. Yeah, and of course, I've mentioned it on Enter the Batcave, and I've mention it here and of course uh i'll get more into it in the uh, weeks to come on enter the bat cave which you can check out and i find that some jazz music actually helps you know i put on like uh you know the type of jazz music where like you know you sip your coffee and you relax or you know the ones that you listen you know, like the noir jazz music, you know, like that detective sound, you know, like in the old movies, like she walked in, she had a nice pair of legs, nice pair of legs, and she really know how to use them. I offered her a cigarette and put it to her ruby red lips. Her lips were the kind of lips that would make a lollipop very happy. <laughs> Yeah, we've all seen those type of movies. <laughs> and we've also read those type of comics as well. Um, but then there's also music, you know, that also makes you get up and dance. You know, like, for example, I love 80s pop music. You know, I think the 80s was the best decade of pop music because you had Cyndi Lauper, you had Madonna... Michael Jackson, Prince, George Michael, you had Hall and Oates, you had, let's see, Phil Collins. Yep, you had Phil Collins, both um, solo and both when he was in Genesis. And, you know, you just had this great music, you know, even Stevie B and, you know, that's when freestyle slash house music was was coming out and in you know it was just great music music you could dance to and you know that'll get you on the dance floor and you know it just has a good beat for me you know if you have a good beat then I'll listen to it you know if it's a good beat you know and you see me bopping my head or dance you know moving around a bit that means I'm really into the I'm really into the song and, you know, case in point, when I was out with my brother, you know, I had my headphones on and, um, you know, at one point I was listening to, um, no, I'm trying to think, what was a good song I was listening to? Um, yeah, I was listening to The Weeknd's, um, I've, yeah, I feel you coming. I think that was that was it. I was listening to a to a slow '80s version of that song, which you can uh, find on YouTube. 
and it really does sound like a Michael Jackson song. Yeah, it really sounds like something Michael would sing, and I truly believe that The Weeknd is uh, definitely the second coming of Michael Jackson. I mean, you can hear it in his voice and, you know, the type of, you know, music that he plays. I mean, he really does pay homage to the 80s. I mean, you can even listen to his new track, um, Out of Time. You know, I mean, when I first heard that, I listened to it dozens of times. I even watched the music video, and the music video was was awesome as well. And, you know, and of course, um, you can't talk about the 80s without the synthesizer. I mean, that synthesizer sound, I mean, ugh, that is a gift from the heavens. And of course, um, I think... The all-time best synthesizer player was uh, Dr. Fink in uh, Prince and the Revolution. I mean, he was just a master of it. I mean, if you want a good example of that, um, you know, listen to um, Computer Blue on um, on the Purple Rain soundtrack, and also listen to um, Uptown on Prince's uh, Dirty Mind album. You know, especially in the beginning, you know, you know, it starts with the drum beat, goes with the and then it goes into you know, I mean, oh, he was just such a wizard at that, you know, and um, yeah, you know, I mean, I just love that 80s sound, that synth wave sound. I mean, it's just incredible, and I. I even listened to some synthwave remixes of popular songs. You know, I listened to synthwave like versions of um, Bruno Mars and Ariana Grande, and it just sounds fantastic. You know, and you know, it puts me in a good mood. It makes me, you know, more upbeat and more positive. And that's really the po- you know, the power of music. You know, it has the power to really change you from a bad mood into a good mood you know and and yeah you know and plus it's good for my mental health you know it helps keep me in a good mood of course medication helps as well but um you know music that kind of music i mean it just you know it set things right with me you know even michael jackson you know, I mean, uh, of course, my all-time favorite Michael Jackson song is PYT. And, you know, whenever I hear that song, you know, I'm always in a good mood. I always feel like dancing. And to me, that's my all-time favorite Michael Jackson song. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Beat It, Billy Jean, Bad, and Remember the Time. But, uh... You know, but PYT for me will always be my favorite. You know, that will always be my all-time favorite. And I even liked um, Glee's version of it, too. I mean, I was like, oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was jamming to that, too. Yeah, I was definitely jamming to that one. And so, there you have it. Some food for thought. Now, this... Get Your Shit Together is dedicated to an NFL player who is currently locked up in the county jail and 
He's about to know what the fine meaning of tossing a salad means. I'll give you a hint on who this player was. He was a defensive player on the Legion of Boom. And I'm going to get into it, but first let me stop my laundry and I'll be right back. Dear Earl Thomas, Nine years ago, you were a Super Bowl champion with the Legion of Boom. Now, you are an inmate in the county jail. It's bad enough you were fired from the Ravens for punching a teammate and were granted a restraining order from your baby mama. But now, you violated the order by threatening her and her kids. And, on top of that, you refuse to order the co-parenting phone app so that you can communicate with your kids. You were already in the headlines in 2020 for cheating on your wife with other women. And now, you are in the headlines for being a stalker and a shitty father. You told your baby mama that you hoped that she was in the car with the other guy and the kids and y'all drive off the road. You also threatened to poison the kids. Not only do you deserve to not see your kids, but you deserve a prison bunk where you can spend many of intimate nights with Bubba Buttbuck. You are a disgrace to the Texas Longhorns you are a disgrace to the NFL. You are a disgrace to the state of Texas. But most of all, you are a disgrace to black athletes everywhere. Before you get officially sent up the river, here's a little advice. Prisoners do not like other prisoners who disrespect women. Therefore, do not drop the soap or you will be introduced to their version of tossed salad. Get your shit together, Matthew Barris. Oh, NPS. Don't worry about losing your job with the NFL, because Ronald McDonald is always hiring. And that'll do it for Mental Health Monday right here on Matt's World. And Wednesday, it is Wrestle Talk Wednesday. I'll be talking about the NXT breakout tournament for the women. Also, the Owen Hearts men and women tournament. Also, talk about some other news. Another Coliseum home video review and a classic match. Thank you all very much. Hope you all loved it. And until then, this is Matthew Barra saying, don't have a good day. Have a great day. Take care, you guys. Bye-bye.